If we could turn to Job chapter 1, verses 8 through 12. The Lord says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth evil, or feareth God, and eschews evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doeth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made a hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thy hand now, touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Notice, the enemy is limited to what God allows him to do in our life. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. I'd like to present to this local assembly the thought passing the test. Passing the test. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful to be in your house to praise and to worship your holy name. God, I ask you to anoint this servant one more time to speak to these people what you place on my heart. God, let you, I pray that you get the glory out from this word here today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Job has experienced some of the most brutal losses a man or woman could ever suffer. In the opening uh, scriptures, we see the enemy Lucifer has approached the scene and God took notice and asked him, Where have you come from, O Satan? Not that he didn't know, because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere and sees all. And as uh, in Sa- uh, Satan's response was that he come from to and fro, up and down across the earth. And God looks at him and just calls him out. Have you not considered my servant Job? And, and the enemy looks and, and, and of course I'm paraphrasing. God, look, he is blessed in everything. You gave him a house. You gave him a, a beautiful life family all these land and all the cattle how can a person not serve you when they are blessed but if you ascend the rain shortly he will curse you and God looks down and say you as if to say since you evidently know my son better than me go ahead take those things away and instant we find it's one thing after another first a servant comes knocking and it says auction was stolen and most of the servants was killed by the Sabaeans. Then before that servant gets done speaking, another servant comes and said the fire fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and most of the servants. And then another servant, Sabaeans came and stole your cameras, Job, and slew most of your servants. Now listen, church. The common denominator in all this is so these servants are getting killed left and right. <laughs> If I was a servant, I said, Job, I love you, but I'm seeking employment elsewhere. <laughs> and then 
another knock comes and it was a servant that delivers the bearer of the bad news and says, Job, the wind came from a valley and took down your house and your sons and your daughters were killed. Most of your servants didn't survive except for me. Church, I can only imagine what it must felt like to lose his children. But in all of his tragedies, in all of his losses, this was Job's response. He arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. And said, naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked I shall return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. And in all of this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Listen, church, we are not exempt from the test of the enemy. We are not exempt from trials. But when they come, we have to have the same response. Lord, blessed is the Lord that giveth. Blessed is the Lord that taketh. I will not curse my God, but I will praise Him. I will exalt Him. I will worship Him in the middle of the test. Job was unaware of the conversations that took place in the spiritual realm. He had no idea that the test was coming. But how did he pass the test? Because he was prepared. How can you prepare for something you don't see coming? In the opening book of Job, we find he is a perfect man, an upright man, a man who eschewed evil, meaning he abstained from evil. He was a man not consecrating himself unto the Lord day in and day out. He was a man that made sacrifices not just for himself, but for his family. He began to build a relationship with God that was unshakable, that was unmovable that when the test came it did not take him out in other words he passed the test and if we're going to pass the test we must have a relationship with him may I be blunt we can't overcome we can't pass the test we can't make we can't overcome temptation we can't survive but that's why the Paul says I can do all things that through Christ that gives me strength it is the strength of Christ that will get you through the temptation it's the strength of God that will give you a passing of the test that's right amen notice when you first read it It's like Job experienced a spirit of hopelessness. In 23 and 8, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doeth work, but I cannot behold him. He had himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But instantly, it's like he has a eureka moment and says, But he knoweth the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Why did he compare his current circumstances to gold? Because gold in the base form has a bunch of impurities mingled inside of it. 
And it's not until that gold is heated up to uh, 1,100 degrees Celsius. And when that happens, all of the impurities rise to the top. And and you can remove all the impurities. And that gold that had no value becomes pure pure gold with have great value. In short, uh, when we go through tests, when we go through these trials, it's just like gold. The impurities begin to rise up in us. And God begins to remove those things. And he begins to perfect those things that concerneth him. Just make a sense this morning. I will close with this. Job, I don't know if the enemy realizes or not. But through the temptations and through the tests that God allows him to send in all life, it's accomplishing one thing. It is perfecting the faith in us through Christ. It is pushing us in a direction when we are demanding the, a more prayer life. It demands a closer walk with Him. It demands more consecration. In short, the enemy is playing, playing a crucial part in pushing us towards heaven. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And I would like to end with this as you could stand. This is why I feel like God wanted me to lay to the people. Your current circumstance is nothing more than a test. And he has allowed it to come in your life. At the end of Job, he lost almost everything. But his latter was greater than the former. And when you pass the test, your latter will be greater than the former. But most importantly, there will be spiritual growth that happens in your life. If you receive that, Lord, why don't we lift our hands and thank God for his word.